0: date restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo, $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit. We're also brought to you by SGPN's 57 Bet Challenge, $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the winner of the Props Contest. Get all our contest info exclusively on the SGPN app and If you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out our live show at Ainsworth, Thursday, 11 a.m. Register at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. It was a very complicated released from the Premier League when it arrived in, in people's inboxes and on the internet yesterday. Um, so you've had a chance to break it down. What
1: exactly is City accused of here? And, and I guess for all supporters, the thing they want to know is what are the ramifications? Like you rightly say, this is a very complex uh, and difficult situation to sum up very simply because there is so much depth and detail to exactly this report and this investigation. Um, Just to break things down in a very simple term, they've been charged with more than 100 breaches of financial rules after an investigation that has taken in excess of four years. The breaches occurred between 2009 and 2018 and that's when the investigation started in 2018. It's also important to point out as well that one of the charges is that Manchester City have failed to act accordingly with regards to giving the right information to support the investigation and help them with their investigation as well. So that's also important to point out. Um, but quite simply, this isn't just about how much money they've spent in the transfer market and how much money they paid for players. This is a much bigger picture that goes back over many, many years. OK, so we know it's going to go to a commission. What will this look like? When are we likely to know? what the result is. That's the big question. How long will this take? Well... I touched upon it just there. It took in excess of four years for this investigation to show its findings. So therefore, if Manchester City fans are expecting this to be sorted out anytime soon, then that's absolutely not going to be the case. Um, an independent commission will be formed of three people from the 15 members or potentially some of the non-members as well, and they'll be the ones that are deciding exactly what happens with regards to the outcome of this. Um, we have to remember that Manchester City had a very similar situation with UEFA. So some time back, Uh, they lost that but went to the Court of Arbitration Appeals as well, so for sport, uh, and therefore... They had their ban, which was a two-year European ban reduced, and their fine was also reduced as well. One of the reasons for that changing when they went to Cass was something called the statute of Limitations, uh, which limits the availability of evidence to five years, and Manchester City said you can't go back further than five years because that's what's in the the agreement. the Premier League don't have the statue of limitations, so therefore they can go back and investigate as far back as they wish. Um, you have to remember as well that Manchester City, uh, whilst they won that, Case against UEFA uh, have the best lawyers that are paid millions and millions of pounds who will be going through the investigation with a fine tooth comb, line by line, report by report, chapter by chapter to work out exactly their position with regards to every single one of these charges. This will take some time. I know Manchester City fans will be looking at this and thinking, I don't want this to overshadow what is a brilliant era for my football club. They're enjoying the the best years in the history of the club with Guardiola playing some of the most attractive football. I don't want this to be lingering on in the background for many years to come uh, but it's likely this will take some time there'll be no quick resolution uh, and that's the the simple thing with regards to this this is very very complicated.
0: you are listening to a Manchester City special here on the soccer gambling podcast. you can follow the soccer gambling podcast on Twitter. At SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow my other Twitter account too. It's at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. It is the same handle for TikTok. It's actually not the same handle for Instagram. Instagram is just at LockBetting. But the TikTok and the Twitter are the same, at LockBetting.com. The TikTok is very good. We release short 30 to 45 second videos giving you information on key sports. So the key games in the NFL, the key tennis matches of the week, the key soccer games that are happening that weekend. You will get key statistical data about those matches in short 30 to 45 seconds videos. So a very, very useful tool to uh, follow us on the TikTok. As for the Twitter account, as I said, it is the Twitter account for LockBetting.com, the premium pay service that has now delivered 116 months in a row of transparent track profit. We are looking for month number 117, but we don't have a Patreon account. Patreon randomly decided this week that they were banning gambling content. So if you were a Patreon of mine, please, please, please send me a DM at LockBetting.com because I do owe you content at the moment, while we're getting a website built, which will be the new lockbetting.com, we are giving out all of our plays to existing members, all the podcasts and all the plays will be given to you if you've paid to them over WhatsApp. We are also using another site at the moment called Gumroad. So if you do want to sign up for lockbetting.com and you want to get your plays via a WhatsApp group, then just use the Gumroad link, which is on the Twitter account. Just shoot me a DM. I don't want to talk too much about it here in case people aren't interested. Shoot me a DM and I'll explain everything. Everything to you Now, what inspired me to do this Manchester City special? Well, I do another podcast. I appear weekly on the Keeping It 100 podcast. We do a segment on there called K100 Sports. And uh, my colleague, the Disco Inferno, was not familiar with the Manchester City situation. It turns out this is a bad week for Americans to be talking about soccer and big incidents in soccer, given that you had an absolutely crazy NBA draft and given the fact that That the uh, NFL Super Bowl is happening this weekend. And obviously that dominates the coverage. That has all of the coverage across the media, across the sports media. It's understandable why this story would have got lost, but this is a massive story. The implications of this are absolutely huge. You heard at the top why this is happening, but the implications are crazy. We're talking about big fines. 15-point deductions. I don't think a fine would would do anything. It wouldn't touch the sides of Manchester City, but a 15-point deduction, potential relegation, stripping them of previous trophies. And when you're looking at relegation, there's no guarantee that the EFL would just take him. It's not like, oh, hey, we're going to relegate Manchester City, just just send an extra team up. The EFL still have to agree to this. So it doesn't necessarily mean that an extra team are just going to come up from the championship or that one less team are going to be relegated from the EPL. It's it's going to be a more complicated process than that if Manchester City do face relegation. I don't think they will do. I think that they will face a 15-point deduction. But this time, I do think they'll get something because this has already been something that's come to the forefront before, and they got away with it with UEFA. But the sanctions and the way that the EPL look at it are very, very different to the way that uh, UEFA look at it in terms of UEFA only being able to go back five years. Man City got away with this on a technicality. But when you're looking at 100 breaches, as good as your lawyers are, are they going to get you out of 100 breaches? Manchester City still claim they're innocent. Pep Guardiola claims he's innocent and that the club are innocent. And he has spoken out about it for the first time. Now, I know I promised this show earlier, but I'm glad I actually waited because Logic told me that there would be a press conference and there may be an opportunity to have some audio of Pep Guardiola talking about it. I was hoping that he wouldn't just say, no comment, no comment. And he didn't. He delivered what we wanted. So here's Pep Guardiola talking about the current Manchester City financial situation.
1: You said last year that you would walk away from the club if it was found that they had misled you over their denials of breaking financial rules. Given the sheer scale of the charges issued by the Premier League this week, how confident are you that you have been told everything? Has it in any way affected your belief in the
2: club? Good morning, everyone. My first words um, about the club is for the, our thoughts for the people in Turkey and Syria. For this uh, terrible moments. Uh, it's happened. Uh, my first thought is that we are already been condemned. So, like it's happened, it's happened right now. These weeks after Monday, it's happened the same. What happened in UEFA? That UEFA, it was a condemned. We were, uh, we had already accusation. Accusation. Now we have just charge. Why should? in that moment when over time the situation when they what they told me before the defend the accusation for UEFA the club proved that we're completely innocent. Why should not think right now when there is no, not even accusation, it's just condemned, it's just charges or suggestions. So you have to understand that between 90 teams of the family is accusing us without the latest opportunity to defend and the words of my club my owner my chairman my CEO my people explain everything during these three or four years you know exactly in what on what side I am you're confident
1: and obviously innocent until proven guilty clearly but because of the unprecedented number of charges over such a long period of time does it sadden you that inevitably there will be some out there, people watching on, who will reach a conclusion that some of the
2: achievements, the record-breaking achievements that you've you've brought to this club are tainted. Another side, I would say that we are lucky we live in a, in a marvelous country that uh, we have a society where everyth- everyone, like you said, is innocent until proven guilty. We didn't have this opportunity. We are already sentenced and tough. What's going to happen? I don't know. So, in the other side, I'm personally I'm happy that we are here because, like, whatever happened, okay, we have the chance to defend. We cannot defend. I think we have a good lawyers, but we cannot say that we the bad bad lawyers. And I think the Premier League supported for 19 teams. To put it out for the Premier League are going to take a good lawyers too, to defend the position like we're going to defend our position. I would have loved to wait and see, and the time will see, or the time will dictate what is going to happen. Just in case we are not innocent, we will accept what the judge, the Premier League decide. But what happens if in the the same situation the UEFA happens, we are innocent. What happened to restore or pay back our damage? Because the damage is now is for one decade, eight, nine, ten. So, one week later, UEFA make a sentence against us. Nine teams. Burley, Wolves, Leicester, Newcastle, Spurs, Arsenal, United, Liverpool, Chelsea out of the Champions League but they wanted that position. Like Julius as I said, there are not in this world there are not enemies or friends. There are just interest. And they wanted put it out to take that position that we want on the pitch, you know, take it there and take it in our position. So now isn't Is different that in that moment? Absolutely zero. The same the same articles the same accusations the same everything you have to be out of the uh, UEFA Champions League you have to go to League 1 no no League 1 is too much League 2 or maybe confidence. we were in main road we were not a team to won a long history a lot of titles we have been in the low divisions we'll be back there no, not a problem just in case we'll call Paul Dikov Mike Summerby and we will do again a good a good uh, a good process we'll be back I'm pretty sure but should wait they should wait because at the end it's okay, the Premier League cannot hey decide put it there. Okay, we're going to defend ourselves. what happened in the, in the in the UEFA situation. Didn't wait and now didn't wait either. Uh, Minister
0: Minasiri Sky Sports, what was the reaction of the players and your message to them? And how do you prevent them from being distracted by such a unprecedented story?
2: It's not unprecedented story. It's the second time of the story. We lived that before, two or three years ago. With with a sentence. He is not, don't forget it. He is not. You accuse us. I <laughs> should be out. But between these nineteens before and these nineteen teams now, between the word of them or the word of my people, I'm sorry, I'm relying on the word of my people.
0: So you didn't have to didn't
2: have an address with no, the players? We did the club, okay. I talk with all of us, but I didn't speak with training like normal to try to beat uh, Aston Villa. And you're confident that they
1: won't be
2: distracted, the fans? Why should I be distracted the confidence with my players? What we want. So at the moment from Sergio's score the moment for Inja Gundog and score, for all the big moments we are living the seven years belong to us, for our fans, for our people. And this is no one can pull it up. It's impossible. So, and after, okay, the courts will dictate to what happened. And I said before, so at the end it's nice. But after, when it's going to happen, I'm fully convinced that we'll be innocent. What will happen next? When you stop now, it's not because of the UEFA. So, since Abu Dhabi took over, or take over the club, since the day one it was like that.
0: So, yeah, this is a massive story. Pep Guardiola there talking about it, talking about a potential relegation and talking about how the club are innocent and how you can't take their memories away. We'll unpack that a little bit more in a minute, along with looking at how it has affected the the betting lines, because it has, it's affected numerous betting lines. Before we do that, let me give a shout out here to Wimbet because they are, of course, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Winbet is active in a bunch of states and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays, aka Winbet's Build Your Own Bet. The big game is here and Winbet has you covered. Great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now at Winbet. So if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a one thousand dollar free credit there's so much to choose from all you have to do is head over to sportsgallonpockets.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you That's sportsgallonpockets.com slash w-y-n-n-b-e-t now the offer subjects to change so this is available at winbet.com you must be turning on older and present the state will pay for winbet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call one 800 522 let me also tell you guys about SGP's big game bingo make sure to sign up On The S.G.P.N. app and get your own big game bingo card full of all your favorite big game props. If you get bingo, you'll win a $57 S.G.P.N. gift card. Only catch is you must be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube to win. And in honor of the big game, S.G.P.N. is hosting a prop bet contest. Make your picks for 57 different prop bets. The winner gets $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the SGPN store. All our contests are free to play and exclusively on the SGPN app. So looking back at what Pep Guardiola had to say, I thought it was very, very clever in terms of... um, getting the Manchester City supporters on side. I think that was a very, very much much a rallying the troops kind of speech, Um, talking about the club's history, alluding to the history and where they'd been, saying that they weren't phased by that. They did it once, they'd do it again. They've been down the bottom before. Um, talking about how they weren't, they didn't have a history of winning. What their history actually was, and, and I think City fans love that. I've seen City fans talking about the fact that they um, that they love their journey, and their journey makes what's happening now even more special. But at the end of the day, you only have to go to the Etihad to know this isn't a massive team. They are a massively successful team. They're a big financial investment but they don't have the supporter base of a Liverpool, a Manchester United, a Tottenham Arsenal or a Chelsea. In my opinion, they are the smallest team in the top six, which is why they cannot sell out their big games. They just don't have the supporter base. They don't have the supporter base worldwide. And I do believe in in my heart of hearts that there has been fiddling of the numbers because you only need to go to the Etihad. And other than the Manchester derby or the game against Liverpool, depending if the two are battling for the title or not, you can easily get tickets for any game on any given week, any game, any weekend, day before, night before, you can get tickets to watch Manchester City. You could easily get tickets to watch Manchester City take on Paris Saint-Germain. I signed up for a Manchester City membership because my son was desperate to go to that game and I was able to pick up the tickets with the membership straight away. I looked on the, I looked on the website a few days later my seats were still available. I looked on the website before we went, a couple of days before, there were plenty of decent seats still available. This team are not a massive club, but they have massive income, which I believe has been fiddled. And there lies the main accusation, because if you're lying about your income, that means you can lie about your expenditure, which allows you to buy a whole bunch of players and spend a bunch of money you didn't actually make, therefore breaking financial fair play. That's the long and short of the situation. So as good as Pep Guardiola was there, as defensive as he was, as good as he was as as good as he was at rallying the troops and getting the Manchester City supporters on side and saying we'll be back, we'll accept whatever decision it is. But at the end of the day, you cannot take away our memories. But they can relegate you. They, they can send you down a division. I don't think it's going to reach that point. I do believe some sort of point deduction will be coming. But as you heard at the top of the show... Um, it is likely to take a long time. It's not going to be a case of this being done and dusted. Perhaps not even this season. Perhaps we won't have an outcome this season. Perhaps it won't affect this current title race. And Manchester City will start next season with a 15-point deduction. Who knows? But it certainly has swayed the title race because after Arsenal lost, Manchester City were, install, were installed as the 4-6-150 to favourites after Arsenal lost their game against Everton. After Manchester City lost, Arsenal moved back to the 4 to 5 minus 125 favorites and Manchester City moved from 4 to 6 to 11 to 10. Manchester City are now the 2 to 1 second favourites to win the league. So just off the back of what's happening with the club internally, with these investigations, they have moved from five to four, which is plus 125, to plus 200 in some places, although more widely available at around about plus 180. But there are some plus 200s available, whereas Arsenal, they are now at four to six minus 150, and are actually as short as minus 160 in some places. Manchester United are the third favourites here, They were available at 16 to 1 after having some positive results go their way at the weekend, but after their draw against Leeds, they are now at 25 to 1. I think the most interesting market development has been in the next manager to go market. Now, the next manager to leave market is still headed up By Nathan Jones. Now, at one point, it was Nathan Jones, Gary O'Neill, and Jurgen Klopp because obviously Liverpool are having a torrid time at the moment. I do think that Nathan Jones will be the first manager to go, but he is now priced up at one to two, with Pep Guardiola coming up as the second favorite, moving from fifty to one to three to one. It's three to one now on Guardiola to go next. I don't think he will. As I said, I think this thing will take time. I think Southampton are going to make a change very, very shortly. I do think the right man is favourite. And despite the fact it's a short price at one to two minus 200, I do believe Nathan Jones will be the next manager to go. After that, I do believe it will be Gary O'Neill. There's too much money invested in Bournemouth for Gary O'Neill to keep his job. He had a good start in the job. But ultimately, I do believe that he will be the next one to go after Nathan Jones. So I am expecting two replacements this season. Um, I think David Moyes will keep his job lower down. I think Graham Potter could be in a little bit of trouble as well. And I don't think Anthony Con- Antonio Conte is going to stay on next season unless Tottenham finish in the top four. But I do fancy Tottenham to actually catch up with Newcastle. So we'll talk more about that on the EPL show. The two managers that fascinate me the most, though, are, of course, Jurgen Klopp and Pep, Pep Guardiola. Last season, sitting on top of the world, involved in a two-horse title race. We're expecting more of the same. And now you've got Manchester City dealing with this, dealing with a potential relegation or minimum, I think, a 15-point deduction. And Liverpool sitting in mid-table, looking a shadow of the team who challenged on every front last season. There is a special bet posted here on the site I'm looking at with Jurgen Klopp to leave Liverpool before the start of the 2023-24 season, which would give us all of this season and the summer period. And that is only priced up at 2-1 to one plus 200. So that kind of tells you about the problems at Liverpool. There is no such price listed for Pep Guardiola. I'd be more than fascinated to see if a book did hang a line for that, what the odds would be, on Guardiola being or not being the Manchester City manager next season. So, the last two competitions that they are in, I don't think it's had too much of an effect in these competitions. The FA Cup, Manchester City are still the 6-4 to favourites. That hasn't changed. Manchester United are second in the market at 7-2, to two, with Tottenham at 6-1. to one. And in the Champions League, which we will cover this week, the Champions League is back. There will be a future show right here, on the soccer gambling podcast and Manchester City still remain the favorites. They have moved slightly. They were the 6 to 4 favorites. They are now around about 7 to 4, 2 to 1 with Bayern Munich at 11 to 2, 8 to 1 on PSG, 10 to 1 Liverpool, 10 to 1 Real Madrid, 11 to 1 Napoli, 14 to 1 Chelsea, 20 to 1 Tottenham, 22 to 1 Benfica and 28 to 1 Inter Milan. More about that though over on the um, the Champions League futures preview which will be released on Monday. I still think Manchester City, if they can get their act together, they do have a chance of winning that competition. They still have a very, very deep squad. They still did breeze through the uh, through the group stages. I think on the pitch, their problems lie around um, how they use Erling Haaland. I did mention this earlier on in the season, and at the time, it seemed crazy. When I, when I pointed out that Manchester City were on course to score just six more goals this season, based on the average number of goals they'd scored at the point where I identified the fact that Erling Haaland despite the fact he was scoring goals, Manchester City as a team weren't scoring that many more goals. And now, as we reach this point of the season, the tally has caught up. They are exactly the same. City have scored the exact same number of goals as they scored last season, with Erling Haaland scoring a bunch of them, thus taking goals away from the from the other players. It's very much similar to the Manchester United uh, situation last season. Yes, Ronaldo came in, had a good season, scored 23 goals overall. Obviously, Haaland has scored a lot more than that because Manchester City are a bad side than Man United were last season. But it took goals away from the other players. It took away from the identity of Man United. Not that there was a great identity under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer compared to the identity that Pep Guardiola has built up, which involves playing a lot of football, keeping the ball, dominating the game, winning it back early on the pitch and um, and everybody chipping in with the goals. That's very different now. This is a very different Manchester City team. Now, this is a Manchester City team that could go on and win the Champions League if they manage to find a way to implement their prior tactics whilst having that finisher in the box who can get you that goal via a half chance, which has been Manchester City's Achilles heels, not taking the half chances in crucial moments, in tight games and the games in a Champions League League will be tighter whilst in these end-to-end games <coughs> whilst Manchester City have been unable to win the ball higher up the pitch they've been caught chasing back they've been caught short of numbers at the back and it has res- and it has resulted in goals and also not knowing what you're not knowing exactly what you're doing the lack of fluidity has led to mistakes such as the mistake that led to the Tottenham goal at the weekend so it's a fascinating time at Manchester City all eyes are going to be on City at the weekend I'm expecting a big response from the players. You've just seen the manager out there going into the public. He didn't look defeated. He looked resilient. He looked up for the fight. He was defensive. He stuck up for his team. He he didn't back down. He didn't look like a broken man. You would have seen other managers in that situation. They would have looked defeated. No, he's put up a united front. He's given a rallying cry there. And that should motivate the supporters. That should please the supporters. That should show the unity with the supporters. And what we need to see at the weekend or what Manchester City need to see at the weekend, I frankly don't care about the club, is a united front from the players and a bounce back from what we saw in the game against Tottenham. I think we'll see it. Manchester City are the 1-4, minus 400 favourites to win the game. It's 11-2 on the draw and it's 12-1 here on Aston Villa. If you need a bounce back, I believe that Aston Villa would be the absolute perfect opponent for Manchester City to have this weekend. All eyes are going to be on this game, given the Manchester City situation. All eyes are going to be on how the players react. Obviously, we've had a little bit of turmoil here. With the players as well, Jal Cancelo has gone. Players that are perceived starters, such as uh, Ruben Diaz and Kevin De Bruyne, aren't starting games. So you can see that there is a little bit of turmoil. It has surfaced into the public eye. Manchester City clearly need a response this weekend, but one thing this team has done under Pep Guardiola has responded They also have the perfect opponent this weekend. So in the last four seasons in the Premier League under Pep, City have lost 20 matches. The following game, they've won 19 and drawn one. So they've never lost back-to-back in those 20 matches. 15 of them have actually been won by two or more goals. Their record against Aston Villa in the last 10 years at home, 10 games, 10 wins, 35 goals scored while only conceding five, winning by two goals or more in eight of those 10 games. Therefore, the lock this weekend is an absolute automatic and a no-brainer. We take Manchester City minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line, and that one is available for you at the price of three to four. That's it for me and this Manchester City special. Good luck with all your bets as always, and thanks for listening.